This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Good morning. I am Glenn the Geek. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and we're coming at you live from the 40th annual, is that true? 40th, yeah. 40th annual Rolex three-day event at the Kentucky Horse Park. We are right outside of the horselovers.com booth, and you are listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 27th, episode 1687, brought to you today by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products and Weatherbeta. Hotel accommodations provided by Fairfield and North. Good morning, horse world. Woohoo, we're in Kentucky. After the first day of competition, to my immediate right, a four-star winner, but a first-time visitor here to Rolex Kentucky from France, Maxime Livia. At the far right, our defending Rolex U.S. Equestrian four-star champion, second place after the first day, Olympic veteran Lauren Kiefer. And in the center, the leader, after day one of the Rolex Kentucky three-day event, presented by Land Rover, two-time Olympic veteran from Canada, Jesse Phoenix. So, uh, Jesse, let me ask you how it feels to be sitting in this seat right now. It's exciting! <laughs> um, yeah, just so proud of everything that's happening. Well, we're here. We're back at the Kentucky Horse Park for the 40th Rolex, and we're so excited to be here. Spent the whole day. I actually watched a couple of dressage tests yesterday. I'll Don't you know. lie to me. I did. I did. I watched a couple. I watched the leader go last night. We'll talk about that. Obviously, you heard a little bit about that in the opener this morning. We are set up in our usual spot right outside of Horse Lovers. Thanks, Horse Lovers, for uh, allowing us to uh, hijack your booth. Oh, my we God. Do you know how much, like... My body is being magnetically pulled to that booth right now. <laughs> Jennifer might have spent a couple hundred dollars yesterday already uh, with the new hunt coat and everything. She was uh, she was shopping yesterday. Well, we are here. It's and good to see you, by the way. Yeah, it's good to see you, too. You're just still tall. <laughs> You're just still short. <laughs> And it is the only four-star in the United States. It is the biggest event here. It is probably one of the biggest horse shows in the country as far as spectators. There'll be forty to 50,000 here tomorrow for cross-country day. The way this works is like any other three-day event. It goes over four days. And we have two days of dressage. The big ones do, anyway. Yep. Thursday and Friday are dressage. We had our first day of dressage yesterday, and we'll talk about that. And then uh, today is dressage right now. One of our hosts, Liz Halliday of the Eventing Radio Show, is riding at this this very moment oh, jamie's peeking good. through there's the a, uh, this is a brand a new test by the way jamie that they're using for the first time at this competition matter of fact yeah i competed with it no i'm just kidding <laughs> yesterday when they went out uh so james allison alliston was the first one ever to ride this test in the world oh i love parker his horse yeah. he's, a, he's a california eventer so i love seeing him at all the horse trials That's so and cool. jessica phoenix went out with a little romance second and she got the bell and the, what yeah she forgot a movement 
because oh, no. it's a brand new test. It's the first time. Literally, she James, didn't need to watch anybody. <laughs> literally, James was the first one that uh, ever rode that test in the whole world. It just, just come out. Everybody likes the way it rides, and I got to watch it yesterday. I thought it flowed real well. It seemed to. Do, it seemed. It seemed pretty cool. Well, Joe went third. How did he, uh, ho, Joe Mayer? Uh, Joe Mayer. Yeah, Joe is also show. host of the eventing show, and he Clip is clop, his horse. he is sitting, I think, seventeenth after Clip Clop with Clip Clop. He's sitting in seventeenth. He had a fifty-seven, but the leader, you know, after day one of dressage is Jessica Phoenix, and we're so excited because, as you all know, Jessica is one of our favorites. She's been on our show since. Beginning of the Horse Radio Network almost 10 years ago. You know, and I realize, too, we've seen her every year here. It seems like she's, this is her fourth time with Pavarotti here, but she's never actually tackled the course with him. Well, she always I'm does dressage. We're hoping Jess stops by because obviously we'll ask that question. She's always withdrawn. She's always used this as a dressage test. Yes. And then withdrawn him to save him for later in the year. But right. I but like know. you're in first, you've got to compete. I talked so. to her last night before the press conference, and I I think she's probably going to go for it. She likes this track, and I matter of fact, let's let, tomorrow we'll be cross country here, and then Sunday will be the show jumping, and we had a chance yesterday to take a look at the cross country course, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but. It is the Horses in the Morning show, which means we do daily winnies. We have a special guest, one of our listeners and one of our auditors stopping by, and she's going to do the daily winnie. She has one, and we said, well, you know what? We're not going to dedicate it. You're just going to do it yourself. Do it yourself. Hey, Marissa. Okay, so my daily winnie actually goes out to my awesome husband, who y'all have also seen in the auditors group, Scott Kreidler. Because while myself and nine of my nearest and dearest girlfriends drove out to Kentucky, girls on weekend, <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of girl groups. My here. <laughs> horse had an abscess and needed to see the farrier. And Scott is a teacher, and so he actually got a substitute teacher for the day because the farrier had to squeeze him in. He didn't have a time for him to be there and wait at the barn the entire day for the farrier to come out. And he came out at like 3.30. Did they get the abscess? Yeah, they got yes. it taken care of. And Task will be getting his very first set of shoes that he's never worn shoes. My baby horse is getting shoes. In about two weeks, <gasps> he's so. growing up so fast. I love your horse husband representing us. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. He's learned not to come yeah. like mine. <laughs> My husband last year, He, I'm like, are you coming this year? He's like, this is clearly a girl's trip. And it's okay. You have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't motivated to come along. And you're, of course, one of our auditors. Thank you for that, too. We appreciate you. you supporting all the hosts and everything that happens here. Love you guys. So. Well, well, thanks. Thank and we'll you. enjoy your Rolex. Thank you. We appreciate you stopping by. Thank Give you. that right. husband a smoochy pants and tell him to send in more really bad ads because that was, I think, one of my favorites ever. Yeah, he has a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> all right. Thank thanks. you. Thank you, Marissa. All right, we are... Uh, I have a Daily Winnie, too. I have oh, a Daily Winnie, too. All right. All right, my Daily Winnie goes out to a listener of ours as well, Casey Berger. She sent me a message a while back and said, hey, I'm making something for Zeus. Do you mind? I'm like, uh, no, whatever, you know, you can put them in a coffee cup and I'll be happy with it, you know? So she made... I'm going to show you this picture. It's a beaded she's learning how to do it so she, it's a beaded keychain and it's his blm freeze brand mark oh my 
my God. And oh, it's wow. green in our venti color. It's so pretty. And it gave me goosebumps. And I just got it in the mail before we left it. And she like beaded the entire BLM freeze brand mark into it. It's so cool. And anyway, I just want to say thank you. Well, let's talk about where we do stand after day one of dressage. Of course, all of that will change today. Usually you see some of the uh, better horses coming this second day, and we'll see Michael Young, of course, coming today, well, too. Well, as far as the standings go, you know, I always like to know a little bit about the breed of horse and what there is and, and what the kind of the trend is as far as breeds. Like Jessica's horse, Pavarotti, is a Westphalian, big, giant beautiful warm blood and then the horse that's in third place is maxime livio i'm sorry i don't speak any french whatsoever and that's Quello de yeah, all right yeah. um, never mind i totally speak french uh and then he is a self francais well the horse sitting in second place belongs to lauren Kiefer. well her i don't think i don't even know if it's hers i think it is hers it's a full brother to her last horse snooze alarm which is her first four-star horse she ever had her first four-star horse was named snooze alarm then she buys this horse vermiculus which is the brother of snooze alarm full brother she comes out has a amazing test and she's sitting in second place do you know what breed he is anglo-arabian really sitting in second place with a thoroughbred arab cross really how cool is that and then at some point she's doing her test yesterday and the whole crowd <gasps> gasps and she is thinking oh what my went gosh wrong? like yeah. what did i do what did i do so she just you know she keeps her composure and continues on with the test turns out a plastic bag blew through the dressage arena while she's in the middle of her test the entire crowd <gasps> and <laughs> Horse didn't see it. She didn't see it. They kept going. Nothing happened. She was waiting for the bell. A you plastic know, like, bag went by an Arabian and nothing happened. <laughs> really? My horse would be in Texas by now. First like, time in history. The, the Rolex rookie that's currently at the, at the top of the board right now is sixth place, Jenny Karras, uh, Fernhill Fortitude, and he's a 13-year-old Irish sport horse. So that's lots the Rolex of rookie. Lots yeah. of, of course, lots of Fernhills. Fernhills and coolies. Let me see here. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count Fernhills at Rolex. <laughs> that's like a that's like a sales pitch if I've ever heard one. Yeah, and we have all a lot of the usual names sitting up there too. Uh, Philip in the top ten: Philip Dutton, Boyd Martin, Will Coleman, uh, Selino Hanlon, uh, Carolyn Martin was in eleventh, and it really on Spring Easy and had a, had a nice test yesterday as well. We have a lot of top riders to go yet today, so these uh, these. These will change. The st- standings will change today. Uh, the high score yesterday, uh, as of yesterday, was 43. We'll get into the 30s today with some. We yeah, always with should. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel Young. Miguel Young's I had an, uh, Glenn had an idea yesterday. He kept saying that we need to revoke Michael Young's German passport, passport yeah. so he can't come in here and take all of our money. But I had a better idea because people love to watch him ride, and I he know. brings a lot of crowds in. So what we need to do is he can come in, but his horses can't, and he has to borrow one. I think he'd just have his own division. <laughs> <laughs> like He'll have six horses going. It's like, this is the, the exceptional four-star. Four or maybe Mikhail we'll just Young call him a five-star. Yeah, it's a five-star. Yeah. There you go. And he's the only one in it. You have to jump the moon. <laughs> Literally. The moon. <laughs> Be perfect at it. Well, I'm excited to see what happens unfolds in dressage today. I'm excited to get to the trade fair, and I'm super excited that remember when we had on 
the people talking about Man of War, the ex- big exhibit, yeah. is here. So today, after we get done with this, I'm going to head over to... Uh, it's at the International Museum of the Horse here at the Kentucky Horse Park. And they have this whole Man of War display, and he's just my favorite of all time. So uh, it's included in the price of the admission to the park. It's got the exhibit, tribute. You can learn all about his career and see items on display. I'm super excited to go see that, too. You can get, you can get sippy cups with Man of War on them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to have one. <laughs> the little, of course, the Horse Park gift shop has a booth here. And their booth is just filled is with it? Man of War stuff. And they have a really nice little paperback book they put together. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's it's something that's very affordable and a great gift versus the typical... Most of the stuff on Man of War is big, fat, thick coffee table books that cost you $99. Yeah. These are just real inexpensive, and it's just stuff they took out of the I just bought a museum. Man of War book that's fascinating. It was like a, like, it's like a real... It's kind of like a Seabiscuit-type yeah? book. Like a, oh, but wow. like a real story about it. I'm, I'm halfway through it now, so... Cool. Well, we are expecting some guests to be arriving here. We're, it's kind of loosey-goosey because the riders, uh, when they come over, have to come over when they have time. So uh, we also have one of the outriders coming on later in the day to talk about what it's like to be an outrider here across on Cross Try to Country keep your day. horse from grazing for f- nine yeah. hours. <laughs> and she's a side saddle outrider, too. So. Oh, my gosh. It's like standing in a buffet for nine hours. You can't I'm have a, any. Like, Jennifer, go stand on 25 Snickers bars. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't eat any all day. <laughs> no, not going to happen. But, you know, we are brought to you by Weatherbeta. Are you looking for a turnout sheet to conquer the elements and your worries? Look no further than the Weatherbeta Comfortech range, designed with the perfect blend of science and love. Each of the Weatherbeta turnouts are specifically designed to fit your needs and budget. To learn more about Weatherbeta Comfortech Premier Plus and Essential Range, visit weatherbeta.com or here at Rolex, check out the one-stop equine shop, horse lovers, or bit of Britain. We had a chance last night, Jamie, to do the media always goes out on Thursday night with Eric DeGrazia, who does the course here, uh, to go out and get he's a the tour. designer. He's, he's the a designer, designer. Yeah, of, the cor- of the cross country course. His wife course. B is. They both live in Northern California. Very accomplished eventers, and and so Derek's been designing this course for quite some time. Yeah, and we always go to Hayride, so we take the tractor out and go see the whole course in an hour, which is nice. It's a little bit of a party. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was fun to see this year because he has changed it up. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, if the skinnies get any skinnier at this <laughs> course, and what we're talking about is a skinny, is is the cross country jumps. I don't even know if they have to be a certain width because they do. <laughs> because these keep getting skinnier. Yeah. If you have a fat horse, you're if not you have through. a warm blood, you're not going to get between the flies. You know, one uh-huh. of the jumps, one of the skinnies, on it might have been the one that's way out in the far end out there in the, the hollow. In the hollow, that's the one I'm thinking of. The skinny is so skinny they couldn't put the numbers on the jump. You know, because the, they have a left That's and right really flag. That's really difficult. So now they're penalizing people for knocking over flags. flags. Right. And so that's going to make some big well, so Describe a skinny. Tell everybody. So a skinny is um, basically just a really, really narrow jump. And usually here at Rolex, because it is a four-star, they put skinnies in combinations with other things. And everyone is in a combination. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't, wouldn't have a galloping skinny. But you it's a, a place where you would have to, like, collect your horse and be very accurate. And it's kind of a trend of kind of getting a show jumpy type canter while you're on cross country. Uh, so because they've taken out eventing used to have miles and miles and miles of roads and tracks and steeplechase before, but now it's just the cross country phase. So they can get a little more technical with it because the horses aren't quite so 
tired and kind of like they shouldn't be galloping. they shouldn't be tired yeah right. so they they added a lot more technicality to the jump course so they'll do like a, a drop to a skinny which then you have two strides to an offset skinny it's a very very narrow jump yeah it's you have to pinpoint accuracy and the takeaway i got from derek yesterday when we ran around is he really emphasized the terrain not from the point of view of long galloping hill to an oxer, but the terrain within these combinations where um, you might land on a slope downhill or a drop, because the horse is going to react differently if he jumps a jump that has a drop, but where he lands is level versus jumping a drop, but where he lands is still sloping. You're right. going to have two very different landings there and two different recoveries. And he used those in varying ways and different points. And he also numbered them differently this year in that once you commit to the A element of an A, B, C, D combination, and then you get to B, once you've committed to B, if you can't get B, you have to go back and do B again. You don't have a, you can't take that other one because he has two separate Bs available. Yeah. He used the, the lettering system to make the rider, once you land off that first element, you have to decide now. You can't wait yeah. till you get to the second element to decide whether you're taking the long route or the short route. You got to commit to your yep. decision. And if it goes yeah. bad right away, it was, you're. It was very <laughs> interesting to to when he explained how those all work. So it was, now it was a big really one fun. here always is head to the head of the lake. Yeah. Everybody goes to head of the lake. There's thousands of people that gather there, and I I like to think it's because people want to see people really ride well through water. But honestly, it's most people just like to see people fall off in the water, yes. right? It's and it's like closest. watching NASCAR. Yeah, <laughs> it's closest. It's like yeah. smart walk. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a water. It is a water obstacle. It's you know, it's a small pond, and they have five, uh, five jump, elements. Five elements. There's five there. elements yes. at the head of the lake. Yes, and this is where the trickiest. That means five jumps, one, people. I like. think this is the trickiest one of the whole thing. You think? Because of that little wall, the way he has the last two elements, the last two jumps. There's a skinny in the lake. There's a skinny in the lake, and then there's this retaining wall. And you, right in the way of the skinny that's coming out of the lake. So you have to come up over the retaining wall, one stride into the skinny out of the lake. You better have your horse between your aids. Or you have to go around the little retaining wall, which ends right there. So you either decide or not decide. You have to go around it a little bit. And he said the problem with that is they're going to lose momentum and may not be able to make that jump. The the horses are going to duck out. So the retaining wall is not numbered. No, it's not part of the jump. It's just about a two-foot-high retaining wall. So they have to jump up on that. And then one stride well, over. No, the, the, the goal is to not jump it. Well, he's, but, well, yeah. Because <laughs> then you lose your power mark. Yes. If you go six inches to the right of it, you'll have a straight line. But there's this retaining wall with a big old flower pot on it. So if your horse scoots even the tiniest bit right away from that wall going, oh, I'm not jumping that, it's not supposed to be there. And he's going to lose focus on that skinny instant run out. If your right leg, you're going to have a wear. Wear a longer spur on the right than the left. By the way, How's he that? chuckled a little bit. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he cackled he a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that uh, the riders must send him hate mail after these courses. Oh, gosh. See, but then you hear somebody like Jessica talking well, about Well, the as a matter of fact, I have a little recording of her talking about the uh, cross-country course. Let's listen to that. All right, there, there it was. She was talking about how she thought it was flowing and, you know, a little bit technical, and it's fine. See, I, we always do this. You and I always yes. go, oh, my God, this is impossible. It's crazy. And these riders are like, oh, my God, it looks so fun. 
again. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. And I'm like, I think um, I would die. <laughs> I would die. Like, I would withdraw. Like, I'm going to go walk the course, get defense one. Nope. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. Make nope. this a dressage show. Yep. So, yeah. All right, let's take a little bit of a break for Kentucky Performance Products for coming back with some guests here in just a few minutes. He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall to the last time she patted him goodbye, he was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, we are here at the Kentucky Horse Park, and we are here with a star-studded cast today. We're going to start out right with Allison Springer. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. I'm so I'm happy and sad. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited for what we're going to see today with you and Arthur. Arthur is Allison's lifetime horse, horse mm-hmm. of a lifetime. And oh, I'm going to get emotional talking about it. We're going to all be crying I here know. before. <laughs> nice so, way to start. Yeah, good yeah. way to start. You're now. supposed to do get that crying. at the end. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so our, Arthur is just such a spectacular animal. Mm. And I always loved watching him in dressage because you just knew he was going to be at the top. And you are retiring him. Well, retiring from eventing. From eventing. Um, yeah, he's, it's not his official retirement ceremony here because if you officially retire them, then they cannot do any licensed competitions. He actually has a thumbs up to do dressage and show jumping. So not that I have very much extra time, but we'll probably do a little more dressage. You know, I think he, he'd be a fun horse to do some pre-St. George on, you know. Oh, so man. We'll see him we'll in Wellington see. down there we'll competing see. away. Yeah, who knows? But um, he certainly is... He's ready to do this competition this weekend. He did all of his gallops. <laughs> he cross-country like, school next week. He <laughs> is on. ready. He is sound. He is fit. He knows where he is. So um, hopefully, uh, I don't think people realize how challenging he is to have a good dressage test on. He is so spooky. So I think Oh, that's that, been one of the most amazing things about yeah. your partnership is yeah. you understand him and you get him and you've had your ups and you've had your downs and then yeah. you just come back next year and... yeah. And yeah. go for it. Now, what's going to happen today is you are actually going to do the dressage test. I'm going to do the dressage test. Um, when we first learned about it, you know, of course, we were heartbroken. And I had originally asked if I could jog and do his test and then withdraw, you know, scratch Can we explain after to that. people who don't know why? Yeah, he yeah. has a, um, a new heart um, condition. We He had a heart murmur that we detected after uh we'd been i galloped him the monday after the fork and my vet heard that so we had an echo and an exercise ekg done and all that and originally we thought he'd be good to go but he's so fit we had 
um, I needed to go back for round two because I really need a big hill to get his heart rate up over 200 to wow. test it in that more extreme level. So, um, but it was really important to me to be very thorough and not have any doubt in my mind when I went out of the start box. So I'm glad I went back the next week and redid that. I told them we'd have to find a big hill and I'd have to do a fitness day if they wanted it up over 200 right. for any period of time. And so that's, that's how fit he is. And, um, so a bunch of vets standing at the top of the hill, just waiting on you to gallop up it kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he was, he was hooked up to the sensors. Oh, so okay. they, when they listened to his heart right after the gallop, they couldn't hear any. I mean, there was no irregular heartbeats or anything. But they, um, when they analyzed all the data, he had two separate times um, a premature ventricular arrhythmia, which is what happens right before horses collapse, sort of thing. So, or they, there's not enough information out about event horses. There's a lot about um, race horses. So, I hope this brings good attention to. The USEA cardio study. Well, it's darn that good you doing. caught it too, right? That's I mean, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's unlucky. Yeah. So it's sad not to be here competing. You know, he's 18. He feels really good. I I wanted this. You know, this could have been an awesome swan song, but <coughs> excuse me. But he, um, you know, I'm happy he gets to be a fat, hairy old man one day. So it's really just cross, with that particular problem, it really is just cross-country dressage and a little jumping here and there is not going to... No, he yeah. can jump. He can trail ride. Because he he's not getting ride. his heart rate up to 1,000. He's not getting yeah. his heart rate He up can buck high. and spook as often as he wants. <laughs> I know. I was saying, I, where he's stabled, he has to go past all these carriages. And there, it's obviously for demonstration sometime today. But I'm like, yeah. I think his heart rate's up. Easy boy. (laughs) Well, we're 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 gonna be honored to watch you again today. Thank you. And you're going at the end of the day, right? End of the day. I think it's around three thirty. Yeah. So right after the last test. And this is kind of an honorary ride, or you just were you entered? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he was he was draw number twenty nine. Right. I just learned about this last week. But you'll just just be pulling out after. I, he, I'm not officially in the competition. Okay. I, that, that's what I said. Originally, I'd yeah. asked if I could okay, jog and do the dressage test, and then I would scratch. But really, they couldn't allow me to do that because he's knowingly right. not fit for competition. Right. He would have jogged up sound. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure there's plenty of people in my Probably position have the that same <laughs> have done yeah. it and just didn't know, you know? Yeah. And, and so I'm lucky that I know. What, what made you think something was off? Well, he's always had totally separate. He had a heart murmur um, when I bought him as a five-year-old. That hasn't changed, but because of that, we've I've had echoes done throughout time. And um, my vet was at my farm on the Monday. Uh, Doctor Susan John, she's a very good friend of mine and loves my horses. Like she loves all of her customers' horses. She's a really, really wonderful vet and. Um, you know, she was just there checking the horses, and she listened is you know, she listened to him, and she's like, oh, my goodness, there is a brand new, totally different. Not The, the original murmur never changed, and that's the same. And so we had an echo done at Morvin, and they confirmed that he had aortic regurgitation, which is new. So his aortic channel had, you know, kind of enlarged over time. It totally, you know. You know, it just happens. He's You're 18 so lucky years old, it. you oh know. So, um, but really, I had the thumbs up after that first week to compete him. But the doubt, the question mark was, 
really didn't get to test it at that extreme level, so I had to go back for a round two. And right. he jogged up sound and beautiful the next morning after having a full fitness day and a cross-country school all in one day. I kind of like, poor sucker, I have to do this the <laughs> week before cross-country. <laughs> I mean, week before Rolex. And he's great. He's ready to go. Yeah, he must think, uh, I'm here, let's do this. I mean, no, yeah. nothing's going to be different except for he doesn't jog tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, well. It's got to yeah. be, he's yeah. after so, Sunday morning. And you've had a, and it's been an unbelievable run with him, too. Yeah, really it's been has. an unbelievable run, and, and I'm really thankful to Vanessa Coleman and, you know, the whole crew here at EI um, for helping, you know, to make this possible. They, and all of his fans, man, he gets letters and Aww. pictures drawn of him by kids and sent, like, it's really oh, cute. Oh, geez, you're so. tearing up every day I'm you open the mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love so, him so much. Yeah. I love you guys. You're so so it's really sweet to have this, um, you know, final eventing ride yeah. and, um, you know, and the, you know, the fans get to see him and do that. And I think it's great. You know, it's great for the people here. Well, it's good for so. you to get to ride him in that particular arena one more yeah, time, too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Well, let's get less change emotional. Subject, yeah, all right. We're going to change the subject to something less <laughs> yeah. emotional and, and really exciting. And that's Pro. Of yeah. course, Pro, the professional riders organization of the past, has been the owner and, and has run the eventing radio show for years. Yep. And you're making a change. So what what is the change and why? Um, we are changing into Eventing Riders Association North America. Um, eventing Riders Association era, as we you know Ooh, that's call cool. it. Um, has been a really strong organization in Europe. And they started the same way Pro started a number of years ago. It was, you know, a conversation amongst riders. You know, they, they were at the pub. Um, we, were, <laughs> we, were, we were, you know, in, in warm-up arenas um, when we'd see each other. And, you know, we formed during a time when I don't even know if the PHC was yet developed. There wasn't really a rider committee within a lot of our organization. There wasn't there was a really voice no for representation. The there was no representation. No, no union. Period. No union. No. Right. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, and it was a Except funny unions time. Unions usually help them get paid a lot more money. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, so. trying to. But so it was interesting. You know, we had a big vision for um, the sport, and there was that. There was no representation, especially of the professional riders at that time. And, and that, that's where we started, very similar to ERA. Um, and then, you know, we've accomplished a lot. And there are some amazing events. What we did the, with the Pro Tour Series, um, upping the level of competition in this country. Why is that important? Okay, it's important because we as riders felt a responsibility to help the organizers, to help the sport develop. Mm -hmm. We were never sitting back and being like, hey, we want better footing. We want prize money. We want this. We want that. We want our owners' names announced and have them be treated wonderfully like, like they do. you know yeah. like oh you know that really didn't happen before honestly bar here at kentucky but we didn't do that in this country so but we didn't you know we couldn't just sit back and demand this we wanted to help make it to happen involved, you know and be yeah. involved and it's pretty awesome to see what plantation field and carolina international all these events have done um and I got around the same time. I went on the board of governors for the USEA. I've been active within the, within USEF. I'm on the eligible athletes committee. I'm on USEF drugs and medication. So I've been involved from many different angles. Yeah. But I definitely see the importance and the huge need in this country for a 
uni- you know, a unified rider's voice, just a voice of the riders. When when we're at work, you know, even within the federation or whatnot, they have to amalgamate the opinions of all different things and sometimes different sports. When right. you're talking about, you know, Yousef, um, they have many sports that they have to consider before they put an opinion forward to the USOC or, you know, the or whatnot or the FEI right. that impacts our sports. So it's important that we... Additionally, in addition to the great work we have through Federation, through, um, you know, USA, have that voice yeah. and opinion. So well, you've sh- certainly been on every end of every spectrum. Yeah, for with, sure. With all that you've been involved in. For and this sure. Is, this is probably like the perfect bed for you to lie in. You yeah, know? it's amazing. You know, and certainly when I started out and the Board of Governors, that, that was an interesting time. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't really have a conversation about prize money and stuff. And what I've seen in the years that I've been there, I've definitely seen how the AECs has grown and changed, how the Gold Cup series. And now we're in this beautiful position where USEF, USEA, and PRO came together to do the Gold Cup Signature Series, which, you know, is awesome. I love that collaborative approach of, and because we all have to be in this together to improve the sport and make it better. So, Era NA, that transition is so important because it is it isn't just about the professional's voice. It's about all riders' voice. Be whether you're amateur, professional, beginner novice, to advanced, whatever it is. I think that community and I think that, in that, that makes it more real for those of us that are, you know, we're Hoping to go training, you know. Yeah, kind of no. Like, your voice does yeah. matter. Well, your voice does matter. Pro always wanted that, but I think the name kind of held the it back too. The name was challenging, yeah. and certainly in the beginning when we started, I think the professional rider's voice honestly was the least represented, and 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 well, it's um, a smaller. You it's know. a smaller group, and yeah. and there is always this weird rift, you know perceived or real whatever that is between that and i was never okay with that never ever ever with all the work that i've been on whether it through the federation or the usca or with pro i'm like we are one community and there should be no we're all in this sport together you yeah. know the horses you know it's you amazing know? because people outside the horse worlds don't realize how many silos there are in the horse world but yeah. within each silo there are a dozen silos yeah, and yeah. and that has to end or we're not going to grow. For and I sure. think it is. For sure. Yeah. I think it's gotten a lot better. It is so much better. Well, so, where can people learn more about ERA? Um, the website I, it will be released very soon. We were hoping okay. it was, was up and running this weekend. They're very, very close. So that is ERA of N-A, E-R-A-O-F-N-A. Era of NA. Era of NA. So, well, we'll and that's Eventing Riders Association. Yeah. And I want to make America. it clear too, to all of our Eventing Radio Show listeners that they'll still be doing the Eventing Radio Show. Yeah. And, yeah, the Eventing Radio Show is so awesome. I the other day had to do some really fun bookkeeping, just data, just sitting down <laughs> and doing paperwork, like yeah. that, just sitting down at my computer doing that. And so I just put the Eventing Radio Show on in the background, and man, I had. I laughed so hard. It was fun. It was really informative, and but the I four of them to, do such a great job. Do they a really do. Great and job. 
one of the uh, and I got to congratulate you. You don't even know this yet, but I took a look at the numbers again before I came up here, and they had you had a record quarter in Q one and oh. and went over twenty thousand listeners in oh, Q one. Wow. So that's cool. That's awesome. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's great. Now we're, they're, we're trying to keep up with you guys. <laughs> our show <laughs> yeah. they're awesome i mean i listen to um you know uh liz and paul tapner last week i think it was right after they were doing the after try on sort of thing i think it was them and then um gosh they uh max and joe had kyle carter on talking about rolex and kyle is just his Hysterical. Yeah, he's a hoot. I was laughing so hard. They were just great. That's cool. I mean, it's great. Inside. It is a good combination of four of them too, yeah, because Paul will say sure. anything. Liz kind of keeps sure. him in line, yeah. and then yeah. and then you got Max keeping Joe in line. Yeah, you know, for sure. Max is kind for of the sure. steady voice in the horse world, right? And then you so, hear her laugh when like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just awesome. That's just great, awesome so. that real professionals are listening. You know, it's, yeah, yeah it's right. a it's a show for. Those of us that are climbing up through the levels, but it's also a show for the professionals. I, I so, of yeah, all of our shows, seen, I think it does that better. It crosses yeah. the yeah. pro. And, yeah. I mean, Caroline Martin, so she does her trot sets, too. That's what I learned on the last show. <laughs> Are they so, a little like this? Uh, and yeah, off? She is. So I thought that was funny. That's what they had talked about on the well, last show. But. I know you're limited on time. We just want to ask you real quick. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the cross-country course, our opinions of it. Yours is a much more professional opinion. So what do you think? What did Derek do this year? You know... I love it. Um, it's obviously, it's a four-star course. There's no easy four-star course. It's it's less technical than, I mean, I say that there's definitely technical elements. That it's, a little, it's less technical maybe than we've seen in the past. I like that it's not as windy through that new water complex. I felt last year was pretty windy and tiring there. But, this one, apparently, you just have to ride really straight and accurate. Yeah, I mean, you have some options like that first. I, I'm really curious to see how that first combination, the 4ABC, if I was riding it, I would really want to try to nail it, especially with Arthur. Like, I would want to try to nail it straight, the 3 to the 4, and have a really confident, positive, straight ride. I know if I started out maybe trying to bend and add something and... How you know have a glance like it just wouldn't I think I think that's that jump is not easy but to and me we're talking it about the like first water the first now now we're to the first uh, combination for ABC uh. it's like uh, rails three strides to hedge and you can't quite see the corner down the hill yep. it's a direct four I hear some riders talking about trying to bend out in five I don't know going down that hill how you're going to be able to bend out. Um, Derek is an amazing course designer. As a rider, you trust him enormously. You don't doubt his decisions for distance. Well, he did cackle a little at one of the ones he was telling us about yesterday, and that's at the head of the lake, the two skinnies coming out of the head of the lake with yeah. that little wall there. Yeah, yeah. And that only goes like halfway, and he's yeah. like, I don't know what they're going to do with this one. It could be interesting. So Yeah, yeah. So... He's great. He's so good, and kudos to the whole fence construction crew. Those jumps are so beautifully built. It's amazing. And I'm really appreciative of, you know, things like towards the end of the course, they have that, you know, it's a table, three strides to a corner. I love that it's a closed-top corner that the horses yeah. can see and read better because you do have to come down the t hill, and your horse is probably tired at that point. You make a sharp turn, and that's a big jump. And, and those are the things that he does that make you trust him as a course designer I think I think a more. lot of, you know, his the fence construction 
the horses see well. They see really well, and I think that's important for our horses to really see and understand what they're being asked to jump. I don't, I don't like it when you have courses sometimes where it's obvious that for whatever reason, horses aren't reading it right. Maybe you look at the stati- statistics and like, well, the you know the black and white's good. Most people are jumping clean through it. I don't think that's okay if it's obvious that the horse is like, oh my god, that was a jump. You yeah. know, I I want them to read it and get a fair shot at it yeah jump it well not suddenly jump because like oh my god like what what was that yeah or see it read it and run past it yeah right it's safer that way (laughs) that's for sure yeah so um but i think it's a beautiful beautiful course it's tough we were joking earlier about skinnies if they get any skinnier the warm bloods aren't going to fit uh, it yeah, just seems like they're getting <laughs> yeah. skinnier every yeah. year. Yeah, is well, it a problem? Do you do do riders mind skinnies? No, I mean you definitely have to. Um, I think it's I think it's safer, you know. And I think these are big, bold sort of skinnies, and it really tests your obviously. Because if you hit the flag now, right? It's a different. If you take no, the flag no. out, yeah. you get a penalty. No, no, I think they switched that. They, oh, they talked did? about that was one of like the FEI beauties. Another reason to have the Eventing <laughs> Riders Association, or like they they put right, that suggestion out there. That. Like, do you know how dangerous that would make the sport? Yeah. Like, why aren't you even thinking about that? Like, if you if you start penalizing for a flag down, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna encourage actually. More backward, cautious riding. Yeah, they're made yeah. to fall down. Bo- they're made yeah. to fall down. Yeah. How are you going to... St- oh, that makes me so happy. How, how are you going to standardize the type of flag that they're yeah. in the attack? Like, you can't what put What size wire up. tie you have I to mean, use, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. And we wouldn't have our Olympic individual bronze Well, that's good, because there's some skinnies stupid, that I'm really stupid. worried about some of the warm bloods fitting through. So, Well, you know, they'll be fine. <laughs> they got some great riders. They'll be fine, and... Uh, um, I think I think it's a great course. I think it's it's going to have troubles spread out, and um, which you would think. I think time is probably more attainable this year. Obviously, okay. we have a bit better weather. That's how. Um, yeah. I wish they actually had some of the rain they were hoping for. They could use more rain out there. I did see the guys with an aerator. So surprisingly enough, it's a little firmer in areas. I walked it on. Um, uh, yesterday morning, I walked it Thursday morning, and it was actually a little bit hard in areas, which is surprising. The turf is obviously gorgeous, but they're out there with you know they're they'll do everything yeah. they want uh, and need to make that as perfect as it can be. So, well, Allison, thank you so much for stopping by. What's your website? AllisonSpringer.com. That's how creative I am. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Springer eventing on Facebook. All right, well, she's made her way over to us. Mimosa in hand. I'm just kidding. It's a Bloody Mary, obviously. <laughs> Too early for Mimosa. My Mongol not... Derby sister, you're here. <laughs> Leslie Wiley, good to see you. It's so good to see your face. Oh, my gosh. Look, I'm talking to her, and I can see her eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that are new, Leslie is a regular contributor to Horses in the Morning from Horse Nation. She stops by every Horse Monday. Nation, Eventing, Eventing Nation, Nation, Jumper Nation. Nation. She's what like other nations the nation. are there? Drinking Nation, do you own that one? (laughs) Not yet. Just talk real close to the microphone. How are you, my dear? It's so good to see you. Welcome. Uh, How long have you been here? When did you get here? I'm great. It's my favorite week of the year. Um, 
Yeah, I got here on uh, Wednesday night yeah. and got to watch the dressage yesterday, and that was super fun, and looking forward to this morning is uh, going to be, I think it's going to shake up the leaderboard. It already has. Um, Liz Halliday Sharp uh, had just taken taken over the lead. One of Horse <laughs> Network's own. Yes, so but good for Liz, for but poor Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a he be- has a love affair with Jessica I Phoenix. Do. Is I do. Rather, She's so cute. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's a, it's a, well, congratulations to Liz, huh? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, they're both, both both two ladies that it's very easy to root for. Yeah. Um, and where is Liz based out of? She, England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, she comes England. over for the winter okay. in I Gala, she, was, but, she flew over. Yeah, yeah. 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 She'll be yeah. leaving from here to the airport with all her many horses. Yeah. She probably right. fills a plane. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> That's right. Um, and for those that don't know, Liz Halliday Sharp is who we're talking about. She is host, one of the hosts of the Eventing Radio Show and is also, in her past, a, uh, a Formula One driver and uh, was a serious race car driver for a long time. Takes me to Top Gun. I have a need, the need for speed. <laughs> and, of course, she's riding a fern hill, by the way. Yes, That's yes. now sitting in first place. We were just talking about all the fern hills that are here, so... <laughs> So what is what's your prediction? Give me some give me some drop some knowledge on us. Oh man, what's well, gonna be? It's gonna be uh, an exciting morning. Um, we already saw a shakeup with Liz coming. She was the first one out up the center line this morning, um, and then we've got uh, and then uh, Philip Dutton and Fernhill Fugitive just broke into the top five. Or Fern, yeah, Fernhill Fugitive broke into the top five. Um, let's see, and then we've got. Um, uh, Clark Montgomery and Laughing Glen, uh, Glenn, who I think uh, have have uh, a real chance of um, you know breaking into the 30s and maybe you know for sure giving that uh, German guy a run for his money. Whatever, whoever that guy is, <laughs> I don't even know. Never heard. We of determined him. that he needs his own event. It's called a five star. Yeah, and five he's the star. only one. <laughs> we just let him ride by himself. How many times have you heard somebody be like, "My horse literally jumps the moon"? I, I think that should be his task. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want obstacles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he goes around noon today so we'll be seeing him a little bit later mm-hmm. now why leslie it should be fair it should be whatever second day scores are always better yeah i mean i think there was just sort of there's a there is a pile up of heavy hitters going do they stack the deck that way or is it a random draw I, it's a random draw yeah. so, they say. So, so they say <laughs> conspiracy <Right>. yeah <laughs> um but yeah, uh, and it's exciting to see Zara Tyndall. Um, oh my here. God, I'm so excited! So excited. Can Go Zara! About that. Um, and Kim Severson and uh, Cooley Crossborder is definitely another one uh, who could lay down a very competitive test. So Zara so. just won something over in Europe, I believe, too. But like, we haven't seen her actually compete here yet because she's been here. Yeah, yeah. But it, I think it was was it last year that her horse cut itself in the stall yeah. right before dressage or like yeah, right, think, yeah something so like that yeah i'm super excited to see her you know my my little filly zara named <gasps> after her so we have really? baby baby zara yeah and i was gonna tell you too that i adopted a pony i am now a pony owner you and i adopted a pony. a pony and her name uh, at my school was precious and i just 
kept calling her princess. The whole time, I'm like, prince, I mean, precious, what are you guys calling her? It just was, it was princess, like, the whole time. And I thought of you every time I said it, because you have <laughs> oh a pony named princess. Are we princess pony sisters? Well, I let Lucas rename her. Okay. And he okay. named her magic. So she's magic princess. Magic. Obviously. <laughs> magic gallop. Princess. Now, what is she about? Is Ten hands. So she's twelve, 12. hands. Oh, Hello. Oh. She's like huge. <gasps> That's so exciting. What are you gonna do with her? Um, Jamie's gonna invent her up to four star. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna be in my four star pony. <laughs> I hope to just find her a home. Gonna you know, make eventually. Theodore look silly. You yeah. know. <laughs> but look, I mean, so I was training um, her, yeah. and then this is—I'm jumping her on the line, and <gasps> she has this like mad skills with a Z. So I was pretty excited. Jamie's showing me this picture right now, and the little pony has its knees up to its eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's jumping in the the show hunter. Yeah, it's going to be a really nice little pony. So oh, it was it came from this rescue. And long story short, um, it was going to go back to the rescue if I didn't take it home. And I just had to have her. Oh, now I have a pony mare just like you. Congratulations! Thank you. I think maybe um, someday she'll be strong enough for somebody to actually sit on her. <laughs> She's a little. Oh. <laughs> a little sad looking right now, but she's going to be beautiful. Aww. And anyway, I kept Pony's thinking of you. Best. Yeah, so I, she almost was named princess, but I couldn't because you already have a princess <laughs> pony. So anyway, back to Rolex. I just so had you, to show you. We should take this opportunity to mention that if you want uh, coverage up to the date, the best place to go, of course, is Eventing Nation. And what are you helping with this weekend? Uh, I'm, I'm the free agent. I sort of have been <laughs> uh, roaming around. Uh, picking up things here and there. You're um, the lifestyle reporter. Yeah, this I'm year. the lifestyle reporter. Probably my uh, tour de force so far this year would be um, late night uh, posts. Last night, you know they're good if you post <laughs> them late night. Uh, <laughs> and you guys, uh, congratulations! Eventing Nation has an app now, so you can yes, post. Yes, the all app is the really time. nice. Yeah. By the way, if you don't, just go to search for Eventing Nation in any of the app stores. It's so yeah, it's easy awesome. and stream like streamlines makes makes keeping it up is. With all it's the it's very well easy. done too. It's simple. It's easy. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It is very well done. Yeah. So yeah. Eventing Nation is where to find all of the coverage for mm -hmm. sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and, and it's a really cool app. It's beautiful. It's just like the vlog. It's really fun. Yeah. And all I thought was, like, oh, Leslie's going to get herself in trouble. She can post with her phone now. <laughs> post with her phone. Yeah, yeah. So this, this late night post I did yesterday um, was um, a photo gallery of Maxime Livio, uh, the French writer who um, I think – we can all agree, uh, was the breakout star of yesterday for all the wrong reasons. Why? Um, ha so have you have you seen photos of this man, Jamie? Oh my God, is he beautiful? He's a he is a beautiful, beautiful French man, uh, and <laughs> and I think and who I, I mean I've been telling people I've been trying to spread the gospel of Maxime. The Livio post you've all been for, waiting for, Maxime Livio photo gallery I'm for in. years. But no one listens to me. They're like, oh. Well, he won Poe. He's the one that beat Michael Young over a Poe last year. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, you know, yeah. he's not. He's a force. He is a yeah. force. Yeah. He. Um, oh yeah, my I think god. He's probably in. Probably bumped down to fourth or he was third place yesterday. So he's probably in fourth or fifth now. But, um, but he is a sight to behold. Um, For and those I, and sitting around, let me show yeah. you. Physically, uh, uh, riding wise, oh. the whole. <laughs> There's the a whole photo of him life. petting his horse, and I think I just like got butterflies in my tummy. Yeah, so yeah. beautiful. He's uh, he's beautiful, and that's that's what I keep hearing. That's the, the is people being like, "Who is that?" 
That's Maxine. Because they were joking yesterday that Jessica America. Phoenix now has beaten, in dressage, beat the guy who beat Michael. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's a claim to fame right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. that's a it little is. bit of a, of an understory, too. Is going to be fun to watch those two guys compete, German and Frenchmen that have uh, always kind of... And the Frenchman that beat the, the German in yeah. Poe, you know? So, and he doesn't get beat that's too often. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, Leslie, thank oh, you for stopping well, by. You. I know you thank have you work for to do. Thank that. Je- we don't want Jenny firing you. <laughs> so, Eventing Nation... now. We should take this opportunity to say real quick, our meetups are tonight at 7.30. If you're here at the Grey Goose in Midway, there's two Grey Gooses. Go to the Grey Goose restaurant in Midway. It's right on Main Street. It's not hard to find. It's only a couple minutes from the park. 7.30, we have the back room. So we have the back room to ourselves, and I expect a lot of people will be there. If you can come, Leslie, come on over. And then also tomorrow, more importantly, uh, jump one, half an hour before jump number one. Why Jamie Wakes us walked all the godforsaken way out there, I don't know. But uh, jump number one. 30 minutes before jump one, you start at the beginning. You watch them warm up. You watch them go through the flags. And then, like, you I follow them I can do that when it's they come awesome. by at jump number five. But, no, uh, it's so fun. <laughs> we'll be out there them, half an hour like, ahead yeah. of time. We'll walk together for a while. And then at 2 o'clock, we're going to be at your place. Now, mm-hmm. try and describe where it is for everybody. It's going to be over, uh, we, they've opened up a new tailgating section this year called the Platinum section. So that's where we're at, obviously. Platinum. Um, it's, it's a new section over by the jog strip um, near the, like where the announcer's um, big, ta- the announcer's tower is um, overlooking the infield. So uh, come, yeah, come We passed it yesterday and it, you'll get a view of a whole bunch of stuff from yeah. there. It's a nice spot, actually. Yeah, we should be able to really but watch But it's completely to the left of where you were before, mm-hmm. so... I uh, want people to be aware of that. Two yeah. o'clock, we're playing trivia with prizes. With prizes. Yay. Yeah, we've got and prizes. free beer. And, and free beer, yep. snacks. We should have a chugging. If you get it wrong, you have to chug or something. We should do that. Glenn, you'd be drunk in three questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh Thank God. you, Leslie Wiley. Good to see you. Thanks, Leslie. Love you. Our Mongol Derby, our Mongol Derby winner for You're 2017. You're looking really fit, by the way. Yeah, you must you be doing something. Get ready. She said, I've been training. I've been training. Uh, well, we have a elbow. listener here, Glenn. I'm super excited to introduce Nikki. Nikki, it's so good to see you. you got to talk like this close yeah, to the real microphone. Close. Yep. It's so good to see you guys. After all these years, I feel like I know you guys, and it's so neat to finally meet you face-to-face. Uh, well, I saw you coming. I'm like, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nikki. And the auditor room really has helped that, too, because, you know, mm-hmm. we're always in there. So Everybody knows each other in yeah. the auditor. Now, you have a, you have a Sherpa you here. Have a guy I do, with you. Sherpa. Yeah. yeah, this is my husband Joel. Hi, Joel. Joel. He's my first husband representing. Yeah, this is our first time ever. Well, it's my first time ever the Rolex. This is actually his second uh, cross country event to witness. So he's kind of oh, a newbie. All this nothing like anything you witnessed yeah. before. <laughs> so have you been to Kentucky before? Never been to Kentucky before. What do you think? It's amazing. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Where are you yeah. from? New Jersey. Oh, wow. This is a little different. Welcome yeah. to the green grass <laughs> yeah. from the well, desert. I get well, it. Like I'm like, oh, it's so green. We're from South Jersey, so we get more of the green grass. Oh, We're not yeah. from North Jersey, so there's a total difference. No, all of Jersey yeah. is like Newark. Yeah, no, no, you got to come down and visit us. We have beaches, we got green grass, we got farms. It's like, it's oh, she's time. one of the ones that always defends New Jersey when I say yeah, it. All of New a, Jersey. We have a lot like, of New Jersey listeners, too. I know, I know. But yeah, I just see Newark because I've been yeah. stuck in the airport there more times did, than I did. Did you count. make the poor guy sit through dressage yesterday? No, we oh, actually okay. just got here. We got here yesterday and we we're going to sit through it a little bit today because he. I'm a dressage rider, so he's all so excited about this. I bet, I bet he is. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, real. my husband yeah. said that he's like, uh, I don't need to come back. This is like clearly a girls' weekend, and I don't. It's cool. Like it's cool. You go ahead. You know. So that's your that's your out next time. I don't want to interrupt your girls' weekend. <laughs> and and uh, cross country tomorrow will be fun. That'll yeah. be fun. You have a good time with that. It's not supposed to. Weather forecast is only a twenty percent chance of rain tomorrow, so that'd be a hell of a I think Jerry Johnson posted, I'll take those odds. Yeah. <laughs> because last year we were all just drenched. drenched. And it, it was awesome. I didn't care. It was so fun. It was super awesome. I, oh, so what are you looking forward to the most? The shopping, the cross country, the dressage, oh, the... all the above. It basically actually looking forward to meeting you guys, meet up in the listener meetup because it's like really I've been listening to the show for years. It's really strange. I'm like my friends, but they're not really my friends, they're like you know, my podcast is hard to explain to people, so I'm actually it's meeting you guys. You can call us your friends. That's yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That's Thanks. Obviously, we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the cross country, of course, and of course the shopping because you know who doesn't like the shopping. So is it bad that I went over to the horse lovers booth while we were taking that last break and I found some stuff and then you call me, you're like, Lizzie's here, come on back over, and I like hid my stuff in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, and there's like, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Nobody's here, you know, but I still had to hide it because I, I had to shop for it. I'm no, like, no judgment. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. You're coming to the meetup tonight. Absolutely. All right. Good. It'll be a lot of fun. Great. It's good seeing you guys. Right, nice thanks. seeing you too, Nikki. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's Cut so there. fun getting to meet everybody that we've been talking to well, for forever. <laughs> One. You're listening to Horses in the Morning. Jamie and I are at Rolex Kentucky three day event here. In presented by Land Rover this year, and of course, Land Rover. I saw them down there, they're all set up and taking people. You can go drive around the obstacle course, but it appears that they're taking the teeter totter out, which was my favorite part of driving the Land Rover course. Uh, the thing is, you made me drive that course, I was scared to death. Uh, you were, I was sitting in the back seat filming her. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh. And awesome. uh, I see somebody standing over here. Tick Maynard's here. Can would you mind stopping by and saying hi? Yeah, go ahead, real close to the mic. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. I guess you were down at the Secretariat booth, probably, down that I way. I was. I was chatting with Susanna from the Maker's Mark Secretariat Center. Now, you're not riding this year, right? No, that's I'm not riding this year. Uh, does it? Is it hard to come here when you're not riding? Uh, yes and no. You always feel like you, it'd be more fun to be riding, but there's a lot of so much stuff going on at this particular place that it's easy to get caught up doing stuff like this and chatting with Susanna and visiting all the different booths and all the different people. Yeah. Yeah. So, and now I, I know that some of the riders I saw them posting on Facebook were like, oh, I just hate going to Rolex when I don't have a horse. You know, they get so depressed about it. But then again, it can be just a fun experience like we're having, right? Exactly. Yeah. It can be a fun experience. And I'll tell you, those same riders, when they actually have a horse, they're stressing out and they're saying, oh, I better be so much fun to not have a horse <laughs> and just be able to have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things. The grass is always greener, greener on the other yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> other side. Now is Sinead here too? Sinead is here, and she she was here last year competing right. uh, with Tate. But this year, she's also just we're just hanging out and visiting some of our sponsors and checking out some of the different. Uh, they can people just walking around with Bloody Marys. Is That's what right. Doing. They can hit the bourbon tent at ten o'clock now. Yeah. Well, my my favorite <laughs> beer, the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. Yeah. You can only get it in Kentucky. So, so once good. once or twice a year, I get to come up here and yeah. try that. Have you, you tried have, that? Oh yeah. It's my favorite. But ale yeah. eight in the morning and then afternoon, you have to get to start having the bourbon barrel ale. That's yeah. right. That's so right. <laughs> so where's next for you? Where are you heading? 
Well, actually, I, Sinead and I just bought property in Ocala, just north of Ocala. In oh, really? Citra. Yeah. yeah. So I we got it just under a year ago, and I spent last summer down there. It was my first summer in Florida. Oh, welcome. Yeah, and we Sinead, live right near Chester Weber's place. There you go. Yeah. So you know what it's like yeah. to spend the summer down there. But Sinead uh, had some clients in New Jersey, so she had to go back up there last summer and kind of close up the shop and, and deal with all those things. And now this will be her first summer in Florida. So that's going to be interesting to see how she handles that. Well, tell us a little, uh, what's going on at the Secretariat Center? Well, the Secretariat Center, oh, right right in the, microphone. Yep. the Secretariat Center is still doing what it's always done, which is um, reschooling thoroughbreds and putting them up for adoption. Yes, And uh, it's interesting, aftercare is really changing, which is a great thing. There's much greater market for thoroughbreds. Um, so that's interesting for us in that we have to cast a wider net for our horses, um, the ones that are sound and sane, but it's wonderful for the breed. And so we have about 10 horses at any time that are available for adoption. And we Oh, dang. Kind of pride no, our- you're not allowed. <laughs> we pride ourselves She's on a horse um, you know, t- trying to place them well. What, what I say is interesting, whereas before we could get uh, horses more easily. Now I have horses that come off the track and they need more layup time and they, they let down. So it takes a little bit longer to bring them around because they arrive to me uh, without muscle, a little bit skinnier. Anybody who's let a horse down knows that they go through a p- particular period. So that's called that. Yeah, it's an ugly phase. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I have horses that, you know, I focus more on their getting them out of their ugly phase to getting them ready for the next step. Really, really excited to have Tick and Dorothy Kroll and Rosie Napravnik on Sunday are doing a demonstration with some of the horses that we do have to sort of show like, this is what it takes. You know, and the, and the ideal thing is to let them down them through their ugly phase and then bring them back one step at a time that's so. awesome and those are those are definitely some names that have been involved with the thoroughbreds for a long Isn't time tick you've had such great success in the uh retired racehorse project it's been so awesome to watch your videos and are we going to do a race with he and rosie is it going to be a race at some uh, point? Rosie, well, the idea of the demo is, first is, of all, we're having... not to race? Is omelets and mimosas. <laughs> the idea of the, the whole experience talking. is fun, F-U-N, <laughs> because when you are competing at a Rolex level or any high level, we tend to forget how fun, to have fun. And to me, nobody shows the world better than Tick Maynard about how to have fun with yep. a horse. And it, Rosie is one of the funnest people around, and she's going to love working with Tick because she, the bigger, the better, the harder, the t- tougher. If she's never done it before, she's, she she's says, game. yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so they're like going to be like peas and carrots. And, uh, and and when is this demo? Where can we see it? This is going to be at the Secretariat Center between 10 and 12. We'll have It'll be staged. On Sunday? On Sunday. Okay. And what you can do is take a shuttle to the Alltech Arena, and we'll have little shuttles and golf carts to take you up to the center. Or you could just walk the small trajectory up there. Uh, you All said right, omelets and mimosa money. How, how much to get in? Well, for uh, it's eight dollars for an omelet, and if you want a mimosa too, it's fourteen. Nice. So and you can go to www.secretariatcenter.org and just order your ticket now, or you cool. can pay for it there, and they'll be serving omelets round the clock, and you can be having fun watching the greats have fun. Well, that was very nice of uh, Tick to stop by. And oh my uh, God, he's so cute! I had to, I couldn't <laughs> say it when he was here. Woo. I'm gonna post a picture on uh, our Facebook page because 
I got my picture. I was like, Glenn, take a picture. <laughs> I appropriately wrapped my arm around him. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it was rather sorry. intimate. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> man. See, women can get away with like, that. Dang! If I did that with one of the female riders, they'd arrest me. Yeah, oh it's, it's a whole different game. Well, yes. we have one of our terrific sponsors here with us right now. Colleen's here, and she is with AccuSuite. Thank you, first of all, for being a sponsor of our coverage here at Rolex. You're welcome. Fun to be here, Glenn. And you're right down the road from us. You're set up right down the street. Yep. We can see our little... Horse Smokey right now. Yes. Not a real horse. But well, I- now, a lot of people are not going to recognize AccuSuite. So could you kind of tell us what it is and what the procs do? And Sure. So AccuSuite is our company that we are the North American distributor for AccuHorse Mat and AccuSuite Mat products. And we are all about how do we keep athletes and fitness enthusiasts happy, healthy, moving, so they can do all the fun stuff they love to do. And that includes our equine athletes. So the AccuHorse Mat product is what we're really focusing on this weekend and it is like giving your horse an acupressure treatment without having to do it yourself or have a practitioner come out and do it so what is it what does it look like tell me everything pretend i've never heard of this product ever okay so it's an acupressure mat it's a mat covered with these little rosettes think golf cleats okay what i think glenn you sort of like coined that cleats. before yeah, yeah. yeah and it's covered with these with these little rosettes you put that on your horse and it actually triggers the points in the horse's body to stimulate blood flow. Like a blanket type thing or? Yeah, the blanket then holds the mats in place. So it's really the mats that are applying the pressure and the treatment the blanket keeps it there, keeps it from moving around and we have designed it so they're placed in the points where you're gonna get the most benefit for your horse. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's great because anybody can put it on, can learn how to put it on a horse you don't have to um, have special training or certification to do it. So it's already designed to fit the horse correctly. But what it does is it releases endorphins. So that's helping with natural pain relief. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a horse that gets excited or uh, gets a little bit wound up, it just helps to calm them. We actually have a horse here, um, the 2017 Briar Horse, Repeat the Beat, who's doing some demos here um, yesterday and today. And... He uses our product, and he arrived here a couple of days ago, and they said he was yelling and talking and, like, where am I, what's going on, and put the mat on him, put the blanket on him, and within minutes, he was just falling asleep and calming down. I'll take one in every size. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You can can use one in every size. (laughs) That's cool. Well, that's a good question. What sizes do they come in? They come in medium and large, so they have um, the medium basically fits 14 to 16 hands. 72 to 78 inch blanket size and then a large is for 16 hands and up but it's great there's a lot of flexibility so you can make a large fit for a small we can cut it in half for scooter yeah we'll just cut one in half yeah so now (laughs) what's the use case do you see the use case mostly with competitive riders or is this backyard ride what where where is it used well our market is really the performance horses the sport horses are our biggest market right now so because those are the horses that are are constantly working so hard and your riders are doing everything they can to keep them moving freely and limber and pain-free so what's great about this is you can take it on the road so simply there's no batteries there's no electricity people are always asking okay when when's it going to get on when do you turn it on where's the switch you know, is there a charger yeah. do i have to buy yeah. that yeah we don't have to plug it in where's all those cords you know and there's none of that it's just the natural pressure of 
of the rosettes activating the points in the body. So Dr. Wendy must love this. We have one, and I use it because I have sciatica. Mm -hmm. And we have one that's the human mat. They also tell us about that. I was going to ask you about that next. Do they have one for me? They do. We do. We designed one for people, too, because we had so many people saying, well, I'm laying on my horse's mat, and it would be really (laughs) great. covered in hair. Yeah. (laughs) It would be nice to have one of these for me. So we actually created it, and it's designed to kind of be neck to hips. But people use it all kinds of ways. You can lay on it. You can sit on it. You can stand on it. And it, it does the same thing. It basically is relaxing you. If you've got pain in your back, in your hips, in sleep your legs, <laughs> it's a fantastic sleep aid. If I'm on it 20 minutes, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I wake up three hours later when I roll. Because when you, you, know, <laughs> when you roll over on it, you feel it. Yeah. Um, but it's incredibly relaxing. I thought relaxing. it would be weird to lay on the first time because it's very pokey. And I thought it would be weird to lay on, but it isn't. It, you know, now I get why the guys can lay on a bed of nails. Because right. it kind of is the same kind of thing, only a little tiny. Um, I was going to, like, you're not selling it with a bed of nails. Well, no, but like, it, 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 doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't hurt, is what I'm right. saying. Yeah. And we have one down on a chair in our booth, so people are trying it all day long. You're welcome okay. to come I'm out come down But I do feel better now. I feel better for a period of time. You have mm-hmm. to, this is not something you can do once and you're, Healed of things. No, right. it, and it's it's not a cure. Right, it's, it's something like that helps. And gets a massage. Yeah. You just exactly. feel good yeah. for a while. You know? Right. Just... What's great is you can use it every day. Yeah. Right. And you know you don't have to pay for a massage every day or schedule that time. You can use it whenever it works for you. And it's great in between massage or acupuncture for you or your horse because it helps those benefits just continue. And then it's. Um, something that if you are using it on a regular basis, you actually start to work on that myofascial release, which I don't know if that's a term you're familiar with, but it helps you break down the adhesions in your tissue that build up, which causes restrictions, right? Your body tenses up and that puts more restriction and more strain on your joints and your ligaments and your muscles. Your muscles have to work harder because it's all tight. And then that causes more soreness. Talking to her makes me feel like I should sit up straighter. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and actually, I was just going to say, she's so loose, she's sliding right up the chair. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, where, what is it? For people that are not here, what's the website they can go and check it out and take a look at this product? Yeah. So go to AccuSweed.com, and you can get information on both of the products. And then we're out on Facebook. On, it's AccuHorse Mat North America. And on Instagram, AccuHorse Mat NA. And if Fantastic. you are at Rolex, they are on the top concourse, just below where the media center is on the left side, looking for the media center. Yeah. So that's where you'll find what booth number. It doesn't matter. They're not marked anyway. I know. So it's like doesn't even, right below the media center. So. Back by the concessions. And we are doing. Right across uh, from the bar, actually. That's right. Right by the bar. It's a great spot. <laughs> Grab a drink. Sit on it's the suite. It's, it's like exactly that. what people have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to be out at 2.30 today out in the Walnut Ring with Repeat the Beat. Um, he's going, doing a little bit of a demo. And then we're going to have the mat out there for Why anybody. Why was he a briar horse? What, what's Repeat? He is a great story. He's a Tennessee walker who is a jump jumping horse oh, so wow. he's had a performance career not wow. in, See, those not horses can do dang anything yeah, yeah. Okay. and in, in, in an eventing career so he's 18 he's about to retire but he spent his whole life jumping and surprising people at competitions who say what is this tennessee walker doing here and then he goes out and he wins so that's very cool it's a fun story very cool, cool. Yeah. thanks colin thanks yeah, it. all right well, we have a guest that has joined us. You know, one of the things you see when you're on the cross-country course here is you see what's, what's called the outriders. And they're the people that uh, sit on horses out there, and they're like traffic control. 
I don't know what they do. That's what we have to find out. We have Sam Peterson with us, who's an outrider. She started last year, but she does it a little bit differently. She does it in a side saddle. Come on in, Sam. Real close. Good morning. Good morning. So now, first of all, what's the job of an outrider? Well, in a nutshell, if somebody says, oh, no, it's my job to fix it. <laughs> if there's a loose child, a loose adult, a loose dog, we're supposed to make sure that no one crosses the course. And if there is any, somebody being silly, stop them before they interfere with somebody's Olympic career. Okay, when you say silly, does that mean drunk? I wasn't going to say that, but this is an adult beverage-friendly facility. Yes, yes it, is. it is. So are you, say, because um, obviously it could happen, Michael Young falls off his horse, and uh, Fisher O'Connor goes galloping across uh, the path. Are you supposed to, like, go chase him and bring him, like, catch him? That is not our job. Okay. Our job is primarily crowd control. Oh, they have cool. people who are specifically there to handle that sort of situation. We're not authorized to touch those horses. It costs more than everything I've ever owned in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We are primarily there to make sure that the crowd control is done. If an emergency vehicle needs to get through, we open it up. Uh, if uh, there is an accident, we can migrate over to that area and help hold back the crowd and screen. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Now, you do it side saddle, which... First of all, it, it doesn't, I know you guys say it, we just had somebody on talking about side saddle not too long ago, and I know you guys say it looks comfortable, or it is comfortable, but it doesn't look comfortable. Well, I cheat. I wear a corset. Oh, so she's got a backrest. <laughs> she's got a built-in backrest. Is that attached to the saddle, your corset? It is not. It's just a normal corset. It ends at my waist so I can still bend, but it is very supportive, and a side saddle really is comfortable. I was mounted last year from 8.15 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, wow, did not get long... down once. Oh, my gosh. And the only thing that was sore was my head from being in the sun all day. Wow. Well, first of all, that's a long time to go without peeing. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but yeah. beside that. <laughs> You're a little dehydrated. Yeah. A little. That's why you had a headache. <laughs> that's right. So now with... Be, you are out there all day, so you're on duty the whole day. So there's not shifts. Like, you're no, in. you're out there the whole day. And what about your horse? That You have to have a horse that likes to stand still. Yes. The horse is honestly the most important part of the entire crew. If you have a flighty, nervous horse, you're not going to have a good time. You will probably need to go back to the barn for a little um, medicinal aid. <laughs> <gasps> they uh, they give don't the test the outriders. Ah, that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> so test the that was my next question was like, what if? Because I remember you and I saw, I think it was two years ago, one of the outrider horses just freaking out. And yeah. I think it was just when the crowd started coming. So do you guys receive any training or is it like, hey, I'll go? Um, it is based on referrals. Okay. So you have to be referred by somebody who's a longstanding member because it is so demanding. You've got everything from umbrellas, strollers, small pouring children. Pouring down rain. Pouring down rain. <laughs> you had the best year last year. <laughs> I, I was lucky. I was at jump eight, so I had a little bit of cover in the trees. Uh. But you, they have to be able to handle ponchos. I had one lady snap out her poncho immediately behind my mare's haunches. And she just stopped, turned her head, and said, what was that? That's awesome. But 
It's very, very, very challenging for the horse. And rewarding for you, I'm assuming, too. And, and what's your horse's name? Her name is Pixie. Pixie. And what is she? And what does she look like so we can wave at you guys? She is an American quarter horse. She's bay with two blue eyes, a big blaze, and four white socks. Wow. Okay. Well, she's very unique looking then. Cool. She's a very, very pretty girl, but I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, thanks for stopping by and telling us about the uh, trials and tribulations of an outrider here at Rolex. We do appreciate it. And we're that Corsa girls. Tighten that. Do you have to stand at the bedpost and have somebody tighten you? No, no. If it's that tight, you can't breathe. And if you can't breathe, you can't ride. Uh, exactly. Well, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. You well, that's going to wrap up today's coverage. Our first day from Rolex. We'll be back again Sunday morning with another recorded episode out about noon time to catch you up on where everything went for the second day of dressage. And, of course, cross country tomorrow and all the meetups that we're doing with our listeners. We'll kind of give you a report on that as well and whatever guests we can rustle up. We are... Best found on our app, iOS or Android. Go to the App Store and search for Horse Radio Network. Thanks to all of our eventing radio show listeners for tuning in today. We appreciate you stopping by as well. Thanks to our sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products, Weatherbeta, and AccuSuite. Without them, we wouldn't be able to be here providing this coverage for you. We'll have this show back with you on Sunday morning, as I said, but it'll be out on both feeds. It'll be out on the Horses in the Morning and the Eventing Radio Show feed. And, of course, if you're at home and want to watch uh, Cross Country on Saturday, you can do it at the USEF Network. Just go to USEF Network, and for all of the updates that you could possibly want, visit eventingnation.com. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you all again on Sunday morning.